Hello and welcome to the CM Top Dog podcast. Now these AMAs are better viewed and watched in live as we often have many graphics and shared screens that you can view. But I do upload these up to Spotify so you can just enjoy the chat and get some extra value out of the channel. More information on cmtopdog.com. This is recorded AMA number 3 on the 19th of May. We have a different crypto portfolio pie chart thing prepared by Zeke um, and I'm just here to offer some light entertainment <laughs> um, no but really appreciate the effort on this I think people want to see these types of things and it is something that I'm going to cover when I do a sort of massive uh, a massive bulk review of some coins um, I'm going to be showcasing them as like low, medium, high risk sort of thing. But obviously this is always down to your, your own research because, you know, as we've seen recently ultra low risk stable coin UST ends up <laughs> ends up being the highest risk coin of all. So, so even though we're potentially seeing you know, there's low risk options and if you're just looking at a f couple of X, 3-4 X gains obviously there's always risks in cryptos just just be mindful of that yeah actually while you're talking i'm just gonna see if uh i can find uh mike nosegrass's tweet where he sent out a letter to all uh all their investors if you wanted to see somebody who did his own research and got humbled pretty hard by the whole luna thing it's definitely worth a read he got the luna tattoo didn't he he did yeah that didn't that, that backfired it didn't age well. Two lessons in life. Do not get a girl boyfriend or female um, partner uh, <laughs> tattooed on you. Do not get a crypto tattooed on you. But, um... Well, we're here market wise for me I, I definitely as the dixies sort of maxed out and indicators and things like that i do feel the turnaround for all of this will be the euro which is why i've put it in the events the monetary policy meeting i think if they do similar action to what we've seen the fed do in late last year we'll hopefully get a response across the market on the euro and bring the dixie down so my let's not call it last hope because i've had that a few times over the last couple of months I'd, another hope <laughs> another hope is the sort of beginning of june when we start to find out a bit more about that and then i think that, that and a lot of people probably agree with all of the fud going on and all of the bitcoin luna sold uh uh duquan and his team sold trying to save luna and ust the fact that Bitcoin is sort of held firm is impressive, in my opinion. Yeah, I'm definitely on the general consensus of that, that uh, even though crypto took such a hard smack in the face to start this US recession, and they are in a recession, whether they want to admit it or not, it's not the full term yet because they need two downward cycles of GDP. But uh, Crypto got smacked pretty hard to start, but with what happened to the earnings reports the last couple of days of major, major companies, crypto held up very well. Yeah, exactly. It's, it's very, very promising. And I think um, 
hopefully we do get some sort of bottom formed here and we can start get some performance and coins coming out um, obviously everyone's still to try and pay attention to the likes of airdrops I've got some new pre-sales coming as well and this OL I've got a good video on OL to come out as well I had like two or three hours of uh, conversations with the guys yesterday and they, they do want to try and push their sort of marketing and awareness through this group here and we can be the sort of one of the main entities as part of OL. It's quite exciting what they're working on. So I've got a lot more to reveal on this. So definitely mine and airdrop hard for, for the interim for sure. Because there's kind of no no harm in doing that. It just takes up a bit of time um, and hopefully you get rewarded out of it. Yeah, the, the airdrops, depending on how they play out, can be very lucrative. Like I said, I know I was fortunate enough with the uh, Gods Unchained one last year. That got you some IMX and some God token. That that was just an insane airdrop for playing a game. So hopefully, some of the ones my crypto face uh, has been digging up payoffs similar. Yeah, exactly. Um, so do you want to? Is is everyone downloaded the file shared in chat? Um, yeah, just put a quick thumbs up under the uh, the file if everyone's got it. Um, and actually, before I plow through that, does anyone have, have any quick market questions uh, and stuff like that? We might as well get those out of the way first, and then I can just go right through the uh, portfolios. So if you guys have any questions uh, early on here, feel free to uh, toss out some early questions, and then we'll go over the uh, the PowerPoint file. I'm just going to put a quick note in the chat, reminding people of this as well. I think right now, Goldie, as long as they stick around 2K and 30K respectively, we should be okay. It's when we start getting into those lower numbers if the next Fed meeting or something drastic happens. And uh, not so much regain the channel, but lose distance from those two price points, the 30K and the 2K uh, price points, then there's uh, some room for concern. What do you think on that one, CM? The uh, ETH BTC comparison right now? Yeah, I mean, for me, that, that was always the sort of. For me, that was the indication that this wasn't your typical bear market because we had Ethereum outperforming Bitcoin and Bitcoin dominance remaining low, of course, as highlighted last week with dominance pushing out and Ethereum Bitcoin falling. That is now in your sort of typical bear mode, which is the which is the concerning thing. Yeah, but... Oh, Angelo. Okay, oh. Bravo. Oh, still. Um, he's muted now um <laughs> obviously that sort of presents us with this you know are we in this typical bear cycle again which is the most horrible thought but as always with crypto is is never that never that obvious and i think it's just a bit too obvious that we keep going down and down for months and i think there will be opportunities elsewhere um, I'm actually meaning to check the XCAD price after they've done that sort of teaser because I think if you follow some projects and see how they react to news, um, yeah, so it's moved up a bit. Um, you get an idea of, of what the what the 
if, if there is buyers there sort of sitting waiting on the market so probably XCAD in like 12 hours time will give me a good indication as to how it's are performing based on news and if I do see some showing strength then I will still still look out for those gems I'm definitely major research mode at the moment trying to identify them uh, there's definitely some mixed emotions on that 20 to 22 uh, K zone Goldie obviously it's the past all-time high and most people believe that's where Michael Saylor gets into trouble. So um, if they go on an all-out attack on, uh, on Saylor next, that would be not good for the crypto market if he gets liquidated. Um, so I don't know if we're going to see that kind of range with the big bounce we got off 25. Obviously, if the news in the U.S. market just keeps getting worse and worse, then anything's possible. But uh, I don't know. Everyone picks a low number no different we all had 100k for the high we didn't get there everyone's saying 20k for the low we're not going to get there like there's self-fulfilling prophecies to an extent but uh if everyone's waiting everyone's waiting you normally never get to the, the very bottom everyone's calling for the very top everyone's calling for yeah exactly that's that's what it's all about is um it's, it's never that easy never that predictable no one's going to not, the whole market isn't going to pick the exact bottom out here. Um, as soon as we get any sort of rally up, it will start to decimate a lot of short positions, causing a bit of a squeeze. The buyback pressure will come, and then we, we could resume. But yeah, there's so, so many things at the moment. I think the, the obviously the news in the last week as well about this Ukraine-Russia war could be a, yeah. a multi-year war. It's obviously going to have an effect as well as you got issues in the world about like food supply and cost of living and all affects it all good angela glad you could make it saw some of uh i'm gonna play around with your uh your trading view stuff this week and then uh, if you're around next week um once i get uh, used to it uh you and i can go over it a bit and maybe we'll add that into the ama next week even if it's not at this set time we can do it at a time that's uh, good for you, so we can you can talk about uh, what you've been programming and uh, how it's all working. Um, and there is a, I did just talk about oh well, but just in case you joined late, Huey B. Um, my dog has got a terrible habit of chewing through charges at the moment. Stop it. Um, we, I do have some more oh well news to come out. Um, and it's, it's pretty interesting as usual. This we, we can definitely be on to a winner with this. So again, it's just a reminder for people to, to mind this. We really don't know where this could go, but we know that um, the move language that they're working on is something that's, that's going to be big. It's If we look at the other sort of comparables in the market and who's trying to get in, into it, one of the sort of documents I've got to push out to everyone once I get permission to share it, I've actually seen the, the Glazer family, that's them that own Manchester United. Oh, no they, way. They are actually been trying to invest hundreds of millions of dollars into blockchain, into move language, which is exactly what OL is building. So there is players that I did not even expect in the world trying to get a slice of this. Basically, ex-Facebook language pie. It's basically what it is. 
the they're trying to get sneaky possessions in this as well so that that just shows you what's coming obviously these people are always future-proofing themselves in business and they're looking at exactly what we are mining for free at the moment so yeah the glazers it's, it's crazy what i've got to sort of share about that that yeah that would be uh nice to have some big sports and entertainment money come into uh the exercise protocols and stuff like that yeah exactly it's, it's, it's very exciting and basically i think the, the biggest appeal about ol is it's it's given everyone a, a fair chance of getting in something early if you just look at how bitcoin worked in the early days you had to be on some random forum and people would sort of send you a few bitcoins so that you could join in it's very very similar and i think what we're seeing at the moment is when regulation comes in a lot of these vc heavy cryptos that are out have got no chance of worldwide adoption because they will not satisfy the regulatory requirements if, if there's even one wallet of a pre-sale guy that's from the usa it will be bye-bye if, if the sec makes one phone call to your organization about potential foul play it costs half a million dollars straight away and that's before any lawsuits so this is what ol is hopefully getting round and it's a huge opportunity for all of us Anything else, guys? Still, whatever questions you have, that way, just when I switch over to the portfolio stuff, we can just uh, stick to that. So if you guys have any more uh, market or just general questions, toss them out. Yeah, I, I, give me two minutes. I'm just going to put my dog in the kitchen. He's 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 not enjoying this. Yeah, mate, it seems. <laughs> I'll, I'll be two minutes. <laughs> Uh, okay, well, see, I'm just doing that. So, is it just going to be those main three indicators, Angela? So, Angela's been building, uh, with some help of others, some trading view add-ons that we'll be able to use in the future. So, uh, while Sam's taking care of the dog, you want to just throw a few bullet points up that uh, people can read? Right, I'm back. Right, let, let's go. <laughs> I'm just letting Angelo uh, toss up a few bullet points about uh, the TA stuff he's been working on there for uh, TradingView. Yeah, that, that's right. So Angelo sent me this. He'd sort of thought about the strategy behind it and how it would work and then slam badly the DeFi guru. You can see is actually sort of created it as some sort of automated model i have seen these sort of things designed yeah, before so but then sold but <laughs> um, a market cipher type uh type program some the, the few bullet points i saw from slam is that sort of the uh idea angel something similar to market cipher yeah yeah exactly I, i've seen people on youtube sell these indicators for hundreds of dollars a month um so it'll be very it'll be interesting to see how well it works, won't it? Because I, I guess we can look at the indicator, see what actually happens, and then we'll, we'll know how good it is. And it will be very useful if I'm going to try and do some leverage longs for the group as well, which is something I want to do for a bit of fun, like just put in a portion of the 
um, CM Top Dog revenue into like leveraged long positions. Um, yeah. and ho hopefully everyone wins and, and if it doesn't win then it's, it's me that takes the bullet <laughs> <laughs> alright guys well um, if anyone just joined and didn't if you go to the uh, pin messages there's a powerpoint there and you can grab uh, the file that has all the different portfolio setups so you can uh, go to them first I'll give you get anyone else who hasn't got it. I'll give you guys like just a quick minute or two to grab that file, and uh, then we'll go to the first slide with the uh, the low risk portfolio. Yeah. So slide two. Yeah. And obviously, I didn't go with the uh, the major major low risk uh, portfolio guys, where you just go. Bitcoin, Ethereum, and some cash like that would be your ultimate low risk long term. Um, I didn't go that uh, that low risk, which is about as I guess no risk as you could get in crypto. Obviously, there's always huge risk in crypto as the market always moves. But uh, your major no risk to low risk portfolio would obviously be just Ethereum, Bitcoin, and BTC. Yeah. So. Everyone should have the uh, the portfolios now. So the first one I made up for you guys is a pretty even split between uh, Bitcoin and Ethereum. Then you have 25% on the uh, sidelines, 15% your layer one, so your Solana, your Avalanche. Um, Medes looks like it's uh, going to be an upcoming uh, layer one. Uh, even Harmony, like Harmony got beat up pretty bad, obviously, from, uh, from 30 cents down to... Uh, down to about four or five cents, um, but so did Phantom, so did Matic. But your bigger top 20 cryptos, basically, um, for general purposes today, I'm using as your layer ones. They don't have to be specific uh, Ethereum layer ones or built as variations of Ethereum, but but your major blockchains. And I'd even throw with the strength of Nier in there lately, Nier might be another up-and-comer. And then your 10% alts would be if you want to throw some money in gaming, like if you want to go into uh, some deck stuff. Uh, what else? Your outside protocols. Um, and even just something you want to throw 1, 2, 3% on that you think might uh, take off in the future. So. If you're not low, if you're not going for crazy, crazy returns, but you want to keep money invested in crypto rather than the stock market, something like this, and you can always deploy a little more of that 25% uh, when we're at the bare bottom. The trick is keeping that 25% ratio when we're at the top, which is where most of us fail. We do not rebalance these portfolios, hence what happened to a lot of people in Luna. Um, not realizing that 80% of their wealth was now in Luna tokens. Um, they never broke the profile back down. So that's your, your general uh, low risk. The medium risk, I did uh, two variations on. So if you guys want to go to uh, slide three. So slide three, you're, uh, you're a little less cash lot bigger in BTC and Ethereum, and then 15% uh, layer ones and 10% your alts. So you're really BTC and Ethereum heavy. 
So this would be secondary low risk. I put anything other than uh, your 50, your 50 percent uh, BTC ETH and 25 percent cash, just safety valve there. Um, I moved this to medium risk one. Um, if you go to medium risk two, you see the alts are taken out, so you're not taking any flyers, but uh, you're heavily, not heavily invested, but you're much more invested into layer one. So your Solana, your Avalanche, your DOT. And if you can build these portfolios over the summer and uh, while we're low, if you can DCA into this stuff with even just a hundred bucks, a few hundred bucks from each paycheck, depending on your situation, I don't know where everybody's from, obviously what your financial situations are, but uh, medium risk two, in all honesty, for the market conditions we're in, I don't know what your take on this is, Sam. I think medium risk two for a lot of people, if they're not too risk adverse right now, and you can always change it and go to medium risk one and put a little bit of money in alt. But uh, if you're a little gun shy after what happened, I would think medium risk two is probably the best for most people. What do you think, Sam? Yeah, yeah, I, I would agree with that. Like, you're always wanting to manage it. I mean, everyone is, it just depends on your current financial circumstance and, and your aims, really. Like, if you're, if, for me personally, I probably was a, a medium, and we'll get on to it, to, to high risk guy when I first started, because I had, like, my sort of base salary that, you know, in a normal office job that I was basically working on and I could only afford to put, you know, two or three hundred pounds or dollars in, into crypto a month. Um, and it was, you know, I, I had some Ethereum, I had some of the other, you know, top 20 coins in there that, that were medium risk. And those ones in, in a bull market, you know, they all delivered like 10, 15, 20x maybe. And that gave me quite a bit of extra money but you're right it was that sort of 10 15 percent that i'd sort of offset into some other alts um that you know th those are the ones that can give you the dream hat really really pump it up for you yeah and basically uh so we'll go to slide five guys and i think basically what cm was getting at you can start with the uh, the medium risk two uh portfolio and over time especially when the market's on the way up you do not want to do this when the market's on the way down and this is where a lot of people get slaughtered and i'm sure a lot of us have done it over the last six months you think you're buying the dip but it's a, a six month dip not a six day or six week dip so you can always bounce between the portfolios but the key is trying to keep the adjustments relatively the same um so when the uh when the market does change you still have some money in safer coins so your whole whole portfolio doesn't get smacked in the face so this one is sort of similar to what uh cm was saying when he first got started you have some money in your ethereum or bitcoin and by all means guys um you can if you're a little more risk at first you can go much stronger in ethereum than you do bitcoin if you're hoping for some bigger returns I kept them pretty evenly split just for easy math on these charts. But uh, if you want to go less into Bitcoin, more into Ethereum, uh, I don't really see anything too uh, too threatening by that right now. But uh, yeah, so when the market goes up, 
other than we had that anomaly in the summer where gaming ran by itself. Generally, Bitcoin, Ethereum, and your layer ones are going to run first. So if you hit it big on a layer one that you got dirt cheap in, say, Matic, for example, goes on a crazy run, or Cardano goes on a crazy run, and you take some profits, and you're starting to see the market recover. Bitcoin's starting to hold higher numbers. Everything's starting to go take some of those profits and then you can move it into a bigger alt portfolio, especially when you see things on the go. Um, but then again, once you, and if you start making, say you made 10 X on your layer ones, and then out of nowhere, just a little bit of profits you took and moved into the alts. And now that alt uh, slice of the pie is getting bigger than your layer one pie or bigger than your Ethereum pie. Let it run, but start moving money, scaling it back down because as quick as you made the money in uh, that blue side of the pie, it also disappears just as fast. Like um, one I can use from the past run last year is Harmony One. I made a lot of money in it, didn't sell it the first time. Luckily I got a second chance, went went up to uh, 30, over 30 cents on the DeFi Kingdoms run, but uh, I got greedy when it got to 25 cents the first time, got lucky it gave me an out the second time, but uh, not scaling those back because now it's back down to four cents. So not scaling those back. If you leave it all in there and you're heavy in those, you come back down to zeros real quick or your initial investment. So make sure you get uh, those initial investments out and either scale them back to BDC, scale them back into cash, wherever you're most comfortable. And uh, in the end, you'll see some of the tips uh, just for your portfolios to make sure you're always at a comfort level. This should be fun, guys. Um, you don't want to be stressing, losing sleep over this stuff. Obviously, when stuff goes down, a lot of us do. But uh, you want to keep this as fun. And whether it's a full-time job or a career, you still want to feel like a fun hobby. Yeah. Um, then you get into... Oh, go ahead, Sam. Touch base on that. Yeah, yeah, exactly. And I think it's definitely important that if you do see something going up 3, 4, 5x... Why always do is take back the initial, and that that gets to just sort of sit there, and then it's it's like you're you're in crypto completely risk free. If it all goes wrong, you've at least got left what you started with, and compounding strategy can work as well. If you're compounding your your profits is is an incredible way to to build wealth and. When you talk about it now, like in hindsight, how easy it was to maybe hit three X's on, on some of these coins over the last couple of years. If, if you think about that, you could turn 1,000 into 3,000, that goes into 9, into 27, into 81,000. Just after a few moves of sort of... I, I've done it before with projects like Ecomi, Omi, where... It got to like 20, 30x, and I, I took the majority of my cash in it off of the table. And then, of course, two weeks later, it's at 185x, and I'm thinking, what have I done? But the reality is, six months later, its value is lower than what I cashed out as. And in that period of time, I've used that, you know, 25, 30x and OMI and managed to move it into other projects that have done 5 or 10x and managed to scale it up in a, a very sort of planned out compounding way. It's actually very, very similar to what the, the 1k to 100k challenge is that 
you just accept a, a small rate of profit and again that that keeps you sort of low and medium risk as well if, if you can accept a two three x on something knowing that there'll be another opportunity coming up you can start to scale up your portfolio value in, in dollars as well so as zeke said if you're running these portfolios and suddenly one of your alts you know from being 10 percent of your portfolio suddenly becomes 80% of your portfolio because it's done 100x, then definitely realize that profit, move it into the safer investments and, and keep your keep your portfolio as, as low risk as possible. Once you start to get to the sort of figures that are, that are starting to change your life, that, that that's when you must sort of try and protect that wealth. Yeah, and I'm glad you said that because I know over the years one of my biggest mistakes is you think you bought the next Bitcoin, um, and Omi was a great example of that. Um, taking you don't have to make all your money on one coin. When you make a boatload of money on one coin, yeah, take it out, sit it on the sideline for a little bit, catch something else at a low, because you don't have to keep thirty xing. When you get to a certain stage of wealth, like Sam just said, a two to five x is massive. It uh, you don't have. And that's sort of it, depending on the money you're playing with, your financial situation, starting with these high risks. You want to basically, I don't say you want to start at the high risk, depends on what your situation is. But I think all of us sort of start at high risk thinking we're going to get rich quick. But once you start making some money, you got to scale your way down through the portfolios, not uh, not up through the portfolios, because you don't need those huge 30, 40 X's. Hey, if you hit one, amazing. Like if you happen to hit a Solana or uh, Luna last year when it was $2 before it went up to $120. Like if you happen to hit one of those, you're laughing. But uh, it's not how high it gets. It's what you keep at the end of the day. And most of us uh, in the crypto space are very bad at not keeping it. So anytime you can adjust these profiles back to back to safety and at some point, Bitcoin is not going to be the uh, the glory player, the thing that's going to make you a lot of money, but it's the one that's going to save you the most money if you're going to go anywhere other than cash because we all see what happens to the alts every time it comes down. We got every six months to a year, we get a chance to buy all our favorite alts at 50, 60, 70, 80, 99% off, and we can make the money all over again, but uh, we got to preserve it when we go up. Yeah, exactly. I mean, for me, this is complete personal experience example. I, I rode a, a near 100x on Zillica back in 2020. And, uh, you know, I, I put like a couple of grand in it. And suddenly that turns into like 200,000. All I done in that situation was thought, you know, I'm going to take 10% of that. So my one grand get turned into 200 grand. I take 10% of it twenty thousand dollars and i thought well there's something else interesting origin trail track i'm gonna stick it into that and then suddenly that one grand it was 200 grand that you took 10 percent off that's now 20 grand you've put it in track guess what that does 100x you then suddenly got yourself two million it's it's crazy how it works if you just realize those profits do a bit of diversification with that profit, hold some of it, and you just compound it and build it up from there. Of course, all that is very, not easy, a lot simpler in the bull market. And, 
you're right everyone i think the majority of people here are possibly at the they've got a few grand and they want to turn it into you know 50 grand once you get to that stage that's when all this becomes very key because your next moves can really really change your life two three x's from there as, as zeke said are start to give you crazy value for your initial investment yeah or or you go back down to your initial investment and uh everything you did was for not <laughs> yeah oh a hundred percent steve like the money making is on the way up like don't get me wrong this is when you go down to uh the lower risk stuff it's trying to preserve yourself so you have ammunition for the next run because a lot of times people get wiped out and they have nothing left for the next run. Um, like I know I've been here since 2017. CM's been around longer than I have. Um, got hit hard, but never got wiped out. And that's the big thing. Yeah, and even in bear markets, there is crazy opportunities. Like the one of the recently highlighted Dow Maker um fitness finance one that launched that that done 150x so there is opportunities there you you got a thousand dollars into that turns into 150,000 you got 10% back on your unlock so you've got 15 grand straight away from 1000 and that that that's that happened last month and in the middle of one of the worst downtrends in crypto history so there is still opportunities there. It's, it's all about trying to find them. And again, just to re-highlight, that's why like airdrops and things like that are important because those can be the key things that, that give you that extra few hundred dollars or extra few thousand dollars that you can put into something that, that, that will move up when, when the market allows it. I'm just waiting to uh, let Steve finish his, uh, his next question or statement and then we'll continue on. Oh yeah, you definitely, uh, I know a lot of people who make that mistake, uh, go and put 50, 20, 50 grand into a small cap in one buy. And it's enough to move the price where people uh, take a quick leverage trade and either short it or dump on you. You don't want to, uh, there's an act of playing small, lower cap coins. And uh, if you if you really like one, there's nothing wrong with going strong into a, a low cap coin, but do it in increments. Do not dump 20, 30, 100 grand into a low cap when things aren't looking good and move the price. And I've seen experienced people do it where they're all excited and they go in hard and all of a sudden, boom. Um, a loco, I just, uh, CM can touch on this as well, but uh, just before the MA today, I was talking to uh, Almond from Medes. Uh, they're going to be okay on the other side of it when we come out of this. Yeah, exactly. The the way I'm looking at Meaties is everyone's sort of judging it now based on recent price activity, but the the project itself has has not changed anything that they're aiming to build, and there is still huge room there for layer twos, even more so that these layer twos are, are based on the, the, you know one of the most reliable and secure chains there is ethereum and what we've seen with solana's downtime or what we've seen with what's happened with luna ethereum doesn't have those risks it's a secure chain it doesn't go down 
and a lot of people will continue to build on it and of course the issues with ethereum is what layer twos are trying to fix and i, I think in my opinion ethereum has got trillions of dollars market cap ahead of it i think resultantly with that you would have the layer twos having hundreds of billions of dollar market caps and we've seen glimmers of that with the likes of matic polygon we've seen the hype around meaties but do not be put off with the sell pressure on meaties you know it's, it's, it's like zillic as a prime example when you know four months ago it was the worst performing layer one chain ever everyone thought let's get out of this it's rubbish and then two months later it's hitting all-time high again out of nowhere and suddenly it's the best layer one tech going people do make judgment on how the price moves and it's the same with bitcoin as well you know bitcoin's a shit coin when the price is going down but when it was at seventy thousand dollars it was the best coin in the world it's it's trying to remove that sort of short-term cycles of of price performance and remove that away from your actual judgment of, of what a coin will be in the future uh steve that's actually a great question so and just from what sam's shared with us over the past few weeks and uh i'll share with you how i started in crypto uh i put three thousand dollars in xrp in uh october 2017 I rode that $3,000 all the way up to $37,000 and then I rode it all the way back down to $6,000. <laughs> so that was sort of my learning curve when it came to crypto. And then while we were down, unfortunately, I made the mistake that a lot of people make right now because they just got the shit kicked out of them. Crypto's boring. It's summertime. You're going to get lazy. Um, I stepped away for a little too long. I came back after the COVID break in October. And uh, the only thing I bought uh, in the down market in 2018 is I put $600 into Cardano at a penny, which ended up being one of my best investments after that $600 became very lucrative because I just had put it in and forgot about it for a couple years. Um, but then I got back, got into the grind, took the profits from uh, that $600 that uh, I think at the time when I sold it was probably worth $24,000. Um, I put $3,000 into Harmony One, I put some money into Anchor Protocol. And obviously, like, I didn't catch the very lows in uh, the bear market summer after COVID. I came back while we were on the climb i got lucky that i didn't uh catch the highs in december where if you got the highs in uh, december 2020 and january 2021 there was a small uh peak there where if you bought at the wrong time you, you didn't capitalize as much as people uh, could have but uh then went on from having money in harmony and uh anchor i caught matic fairly low and uh, then moved some money and I went big actually on one of CM's calls, which was Tencent. So I went into Tencent when I read uh, what they wanted to do, who was backing it. Uh, I went into some, with some pretty big uh, conviction there. So out of all my profits, the 24,000, I think got up to, I think at that point, maybe I was sitting on We'll say fifty thousand dollars for a round number uh 
put 10,000 of that into Tencent and sold that when it was over $5. So there's another 50,000 and then played around with that money, moving around into a bit of gaming over the bull market and stuff like that. Um, my initial investment from 2017 to now into crypto was maybe twelve to thirteen thousand dollars of real money that peaked out at uh, just under a million dollars this year with no leverage trading, and uh, I got beat up and greedy at the end of 2020, uh, 2021 there, because being dumb, I wanted to say I made a million dollars in a year. And that ended up costing me $250,000 of profit. So I still came out of this bull run very well. It takes a little more work and a little more time. But uh, the only leverage trading I uh, really ever do is nowadays I might put uh, 1000 or $3,000, like somewhere in that range into Femix. And one thing I'll tell you guys about leverage trading, guys, do it on a platform like Bybit or Femix that your crypto is not on. That way you never make the mistake of hitting cross leverage and wiping out your portfolio because a lot of people do that. They think they're just leverage trading the thousand dollars they have in their account, but they accidentally hit cross leverage. So they're leverage trading their entire portfolio. And then they wonder where their crypto goes when they get liquidated. So uh, one tip I will give you if you're leverage trading, use one specific uh, exchange strictly for leverage trading. That way, whatever money you have on that account is the only money you can lose on that account. You can't lose anything else. Um, I don't know if you have any horror stories about that one, uh, CM, when it comes to leverage or anything like that. But, yeah. Uh, yeah. No, there is lots of money to be made in the market, Steve, without leverage. Oh, yeah, definitely. The, the way I would sort of explain leverage trading is is, is is effectively like gambling you can enter it and you can win big but the issue with it is it, it can go to zero so if if you feel very very confident on ethereum and you think i'm going to leverage trade ten thousand dollars worth on ethereum the issue with it is if it dips 20 30 percent you're going to get liquidated and you are going to have zero Whereas if you put $10,000 into Ethereum and it dipped 30% just on spot and it, it dips 30% and that 10000 is now 7000 imagine 30% is the bottom. And then over the next 6-12 months, Ethereum does a 10x. You you will wish that you, you just had held it spot because your your leverages will deliver you nothing was your your spot will at least deliver you something if you have faith in the coin and that's someone's mentioned track their origin trail it's that's a crazy one I, I feel like i've spoke about it so much and people know so much about it in the group that to me it is a low risk coin I, I think it's very very obvious where this is going to go and who this is connected with but i think people have some doubt in their minds about it just because of its market cap and its performance is simply because they do not have, you know, the 500,000 follower Twitter accounts, the VCs pumping it. But it's the type of thing, it's just a sit and wait for me. It's a total game changer for the portfolio. But again, 70% in track is, of course, a bit too much because, quite simply, anything can affect any coin. Any, any regulation can come out. 
anything can happen with a team member you know imagine one of the team members involved in some scandal to do with fraud and finance and things like that and it completely affects the entire project build that is why no matter how confident you feel about a project you should never be putting 70 percent of your funds into it because you simply and anything can happen you must it's not just markets there's loads of other factors in play so 70 percent is definitely a bit too much yeah tell us look what just happened with luna to people so yeah i would uh i diversify that a little bit especially in these market conditions and if you see the market turn bull again you can always buy back you don't have to let it sit there let it sit there and i forget what i was watching i think it was digital asset news uh yesterday and i was glad someone finally said it and a term that is and i agree with them it is utter bullshit in crypto other than the early bitcoin holders Diamond hands in crypto is bullshit. It's absolute and utter bullshit. We're here to make money. Most of us give it back. So when you're up big, take it. And you'll see when we get to the very end of these portfolios, um, there's sort of a life portfolio, not a crypto portfolio on the very last slide. So uh, I'll bounce through these last uh, full-time crypto ones real fast and then uh, we can touch base on some people's questions on how they can tailor them to themselves. All right, so after the, uh, the high risk slide, we got the, uh, the big boy pants I'm all in slide. So this is where you, uh, you really dip down on cash and BTC, you're even down on E, and you're getting greedy on the layer ones, the layer one ecosystems, gaming, wherever you're comfortable. and. Um, from my own experience and uh, when I have 30% alts, find alts you understand. Um, crypto is a big echo chamber. You'll hear whether it's influencers talking about gaming one day, whether it's uh, roll-ups the next day. If you don't understand all those different uh, buys that you're making, you're not going to be able to track them and you're going to get slaughtered. So make sure you understand what you're buying into. Uh, you don't have to know the entire ins and outs of the project, but just have an understanding. Like if you're gonna follow gaming, you're gonna play some of the games, you're gonna check them out, buy into that because you're interested in it and you're gonna follow it. Um, buying stuff just because you hope number go up. Yes, is that gonna work in a bull market? Absolutely, you just start throwing darts at dartboards and you're gonna hit a few. But uh, if you're gonna try and stick around and make sure you don't get killed, uh, pick an ecosystem you like, obviously, like, unfortunate, don't go all in on one ecosystem as we just saw what happened, uh, a couple weeks ago, but, uh, pick a few ecosystems. Like if you believe in dot coming up in the future, if you believe in Cardano, if you, whatever you think, um, are the main one or two ecosystems that are going to make it do some research on them over time, like learn to read some white papers. You don't have to understand all the ins and outs and technology of all these white papers. None of us are afraid. There's computer engineers writing them, and that's why they're making these programs. Um, but uh, take this time during the summer, um, rather than reading a book or watching a movie, try and uh, scan a white paper to try and uh, go through Twitter and reach out to some of these companies. Because at the end of the day, as much as we're trying to survive as investors, they're trying to uh, retain capital and survive the downtime as well to make sure they're here on the other end of this to uh, go on another run with us. So 
don't think uh, most of these projects aren't in the same boat as us. They, uh, they ride the ups and downs with us because when the market goes down, most of their backing is in crypto, whether it's Ethereum, Bitcoin, um, their backing is also in crypto. So their reserves get the crap kicked out of them just as much as our bank accounts. So that's sort of the, uh, the big boy pants. And then we'll go the, uh, the crypto full-time degen slot. So Steve, this is sort of what you touch base on. And uh, you'll notice the one thing that is in all these slides, no matter which one it is, because it's a mistake I've also made many times over the years. There's always a cash component to these slides. Most people forget that component. We go all in, all in, all in, the market turns on us and then we're fucked. So the one thing about all these slides, and I like doing these with you guys in CM because it reminds me also of the stuff that over the last five, six years of being here, the mistakes I've made, and it, teaching you guys all the mistakes reiterates them in my own head. I don't know if it does the same for UCM, but it, you're going, yep, I remember when I did that. I remember when I did that. Yeah. So, and then, uh, so that last one, if you're doing this full time and uh, you take the time to learn some TA, you're watching Twitter for market sentiment, you're, uh, you're doing the deep dives, you're doing the research, um, Bitcoin and Ethereum are, are a little lower. Your layer ones are big. Your alts are even bigger. And uh, and then there's your leverage trading. There's your 10% of your portfolio on leverage trading. And again, by all means, guys, please, please, please do not leverage trade on the same exchange as your main crypto accounts and holdings. So if you are someone who does keep crypto on a central exchange, open up and uh, for leverage trading, if you are going to try it out and do it, uh, Phoenix or Bybit are probably your best two with your most options. Um, so either one of those, and I don't know in the future, CM, if you want to reach out to one of them, I know they, uh, they're pretty generous to, uh, influencers for, for a referral. I don't know if you use either of them or if it's something you want to touch, but I'll leave up to you. But, uh, if not, you guys can grab referral links pretty much anywhere on YouTube. So at least that way you do get a little bit of uh, bonus money if you're going to try it out. But uh, if you're not going to do this full time and put the time into to research trading, what the percentages are of like if you got uh, if you go 10% leverage and the price goes down 10%, it's game over for you. That's 100%. And you normally don't even get the full 10% because all these uh, leverage exchanges have safety valves that you get liquidated early because they will not liquidate you for more than you have in your account. So you think you have 10% to play with, you might not even have 10% to play with on a, uh, on a leverage trade. So um, it's definitely highly, highly risky. And uh, you wanna make sure you've at least honed some trading skills over the years and, uh, and put some time in to understand what charts you're looking at and as much as you can understand TA and crypto, crypto is very news and sediment based. So does it give you an advantage knowing some TA? Absolutely. Is it as reliable in, uh, in crypto? No. <laughs> exactly. It's, it's not too reliable. That's why so many people sell TA courses to make an income. Um, but yeah, no, definitely. I, I think, uh, on the, on the cash side of things that you can see in the the pie chart as well that that doesn't necessarily need to be like usdc you know that that can be cash 
in the bank or what what I learned since 2018 was if I made a few grand spend 10% of it on something so you know what I've done personally over the last year and a half two years is when when I get a big hit like Meaties or Omi I buy a watch I, I bought myself a van I put a deposit down in a house I go on a little holiday, you know, guess what, those things are all still there right now, no matter what happens to the market, and oddly, because of inflation and everything, they've actually held or, or went up in value, even though some of them are depreciative assets, so that as well, to be mindful that, that the cash you've got on the side, keep keep sort of adding to that as, as you make your profit, but, but do things with it as well. I always, I've said this over the last couple of years, I've done well with a couple of coins and I've done some things that if I had my normal job, I would have not been able to buy a van like that. I would have not been able to put that level of deposit into a property. And I, I, I've said, you know, if, if crypto died tomorrow, I, I feel like with the cash I've put into these things, you know, I've, I've fast forwarded my life a decade with, with some of the things I've managed to put money into. So that, that that's the way to look at it as well. Treat and reward yourself. Get something back from crypto as well, whether it's building up a cash balance or actually buying some things that you can enjoy. So I added a slide to this after I shared it uh, with CM. So when we get to uh, slide 10, CM basically touched base on uh, the end game slide, which I don't know if you saw. Oh, it no, I didn't know. <laughs> so wait till we get to slide 10, you're going to laugh when you saw it. So uh, slide nine, guys, I'll go over the quick tidbits, but you guys can read the uh, point form notes on your own time. So during this downtime, so you guys have made some money, you've lost some money. So from here on out, make a plan, be disciplined, always rebalance your portfolio. Try, try really hard not to revenge trade. Uh, big one, and I know a lot of people in the US might be in some trouble right now with this one, know your tax laws. Um, take some time to get some crypto education, like learn to read white, pa white papers, what good tokenomics are. Learn who some of the more successful VC firms are because some of them just throw money at everything some of them put the work in. So take that time to uh, to learn who the more successful VCs are, because that way when you go to a project's website and you see who the early investors are, you're like, all right, I got some confidence in the research they do. I got some, and where you start seeing three, four, five of the bigger, more uh, successful VC firms in crypto on the same project, and that project just got its ass kicked, that might be a good time to buy the dip on that project because you know there's money there when they need it. Um, learn some TA, like as much as I knock it a bit, uh, for crypto, um, I did put in a, uh, the trading channel educate. It's a very good channel to learn your basic TA skills because they keep the videos short enough, um, and simple enough that, uh, you might have to watch them two or three times if, uh, if you don't come from a business background, but they're, they're very simple and easy to understand. And, uh. Angelo posts a lot of great videos in the TA chat right in our own Discord. So you can use this link, keep an eye on the TA chat that uh, Angelo and Slam post. And uh, you guys have a lot of good, good educational tools to uh, to learn some basics over the summer here while stuff's a little choppy and sideways. Um, next big one, turn out the noise. There's a lot of noise in echo chambers in crypto, whether it's, you could watch a million YouTube influencers go through Twitter all day and uh, 
Sometimes you just got to go with your own gut feeling. It's your money. Um, tune out some of that noise and really look at where your portfolio is and keep an eye on it yourself as much as you're confident in some of the news we're getting online. Most of these people, um, they made their money by being here for a long time. They don't know any more than we do. They don't know any less than we do. They just decided to make uh, a social influence channel where like CM's given a lot back to the community. Most of these people just jump on YouTube, make a weekly video, and they made their money just by putting money in either at the COVID dip or pre-COVID dip. It's not that they, I don't want to say they knew what they were doing. They got lucky on their timing, I guess is the best way I can put it. Um, and then lastly, have goals. Why did you get here? Is it to buy a house? Is it to travel? Is it to get a car? Um, know why you're here and what you want from investing in crypto. And at the end of the day, make sure this is fun for you. If it's stressing you out, ruining your life, and you just can't handle looking after your own finances, either go down to a low risk portfolio or step away. Don't ever let this ruin your life. Um, I know it's easy to say, especially with what happened to a lot of people in the past weeks, but never ever let this take control of your life where it's do or die. Um, I know most countries' economies are in shambles, but uh, there is one thing about money in this world, you can always make more. One way or another, you can always make more. So uh, don't ever let this uh, get you so far down that you can't get out. And uh, if you look at the very last slide, the ultimate win slash end game, basically what <laughs> Sam just said. Um, you guys can split that up for however and why you're here, but that end, uh, that end slide, at the end of the day, for all of us, we should be here to not have to go to a job we don't like anymore, to enjoy our hobbies, whether it's traveling, playing golf, being with family, something like that. You need some tangible assets. You need stuff other than crypto in the end game. So that very last uh, slide, no matter how you get there, that should sort of be the ultimate goal for all of us in some shape. So if you guys have any questions on how you want to personalize this, if you want to ask us anything, by all means, guys, uh, jump in now. Yeah, definitely get get the get the questions asked. Like I think what what I will share is, you know, I I've had to work. I'm very very I cannot argue I'm in a very very fortunate position now. But when I began crypto, I was working in a office job. I was doing overtime i think i was working 60 hours a week which is the legal maximum in the uk but i was getting up at four in the morning going to the gym and then two hours before the start of my working day i was doing crypto research and on my lunch break i was doing crypto and then when i got home in the night i was doing crypto and i made a lot of sacrifices with like you know, I'd skip a night out, it'd save me £60, I'd put that in a crypto. If I got a phone upgrade, rather than actually use it, I would sell it on eBay for £1,000, and I'd put that into crypto. I just felt so confident in it that the more time I put into it, the more reward I would get, and people in my work would be like, what is this ridiculous thing you're doing? And guess what? One day, one bull market, 
all of that blood, sweat and tears, putting every pound I knew that I could spare into crypto paid off for me. And the people that were sitting next to me in my office with, you know, three or four weeks off a year are the people that I said bye to when I left that office. You know, I, I told them that I'd made it. I'd, I was going into crypto full time, that I'm now trying to build out this channel of people like Zeke and everyone else you can see that helps and hopefully I, I can make another, you know, 10 CMs that, you know, these guys then go on to make their own channels that you follow and we build our own projects together and it just branches out from there, That that's what it's all about, but it literally just started with, with one guy doing, you know, 16 hour days for nothing, for years, and then one one bull season or, or one coin uh, it, it changes your life and you know that that truly can happen from a, simply a thousand dollars like you know Zilliqa was the one everyone will remember me for that was the one I first started the channel on I pushed and pushed and pushed it you know that that done an almost 100x so you know a thousand dollars into that hundred grand amazing as soon as you hit that level it's, it's dream time but yeah always always reward yourself and take care of yourself as well so you guys have any questions on any of those on how you want to scale them what you want to work on like by all means guys like be as detailed as you want i don't mind uh going through them with anyone who has any questions um, I will get that tuned to you, Silo Sai, but I actually, I'd, I'd, I'd been messaging Ben Nicky because when, <laughs> I was hoping that the bull market wouldn't have died of death, but what I ideally want to do is when we get some big hits that we hit as a group, so whether that's like a pre-sale, 80% of people are in, or if everyone hits the 1k to 100k challenge or we get a huge airdrop something like that if something like that happens for the majority of the group i'd approached ben nicky about having him dj um at a, at a venue that we could all go and talk crypto and and have a few drinks and dance to so that that's the ultimate aim for me so ben nicky follows me back he's up for it he, he told me how much he costs i tell you it's, it's, it's more than two bitcoin let's just say that <laughs> so <laughs> hopefully that, that that's the dream anyway he, he seems like a good guy so And feel free to turn your mics on, guys, when uh, in these. You don't have to type out your questions. If your mic works, you can, uh, by all means, ask away. Like, I know, uh, you know last week, William had a bunch of good questions. Like, so by all means, uh, jump, jump in out here. Yeah, Steve, that seems to be the, that 20 to 22K number seems to be in everyone's head right now and uh, I don't know if you were in here earlier um, if we get down to that there's gonna be some scary situations for some big investors and mainly sailor it's not confirmed but uh, most people think sailor starts getting margin called around 21 uh, K so I believe there'd be a lot of uh, incoming money to save his ass because if he goes under with all the loans and stuff he has out there He's not taken down uh, Bitcoin. He's taken down financial institutions with all the buyback, the stock buybacks and stuff he did. So uh, I did think a sailor not spot BTC though. How does he get margin I think code? He, I 
think because well it's it's his loans the loan to value ratio from the banks and stuff like that i think get uh a little upside down if we get that low because he's done stock buybacks against uh, MicroStrategies. So I believe the stock buybacks and the loans he took from uh, the banks, the loan to value ratios get uh, get a little sketchy. So the banks would either have to hang in there with him and let him ride it out um, on his uh, p payment returns. Ah, uh, right, I see. Yeah, generally in crypto, the, the lows are not as far down as, as people think and the highs are not as high up as, as people think. Unless, of course, it's Luna, then... <laughs> then it's gone. <laughs> yeah, that, that is the absolute one exception. Uh, generally, it's, it's better to just have a, a longer outlook on, on projects. And I think that what I would say is the majority of my portfolio is in projects that I feel will be here in like five to ten years' time. And that way it removes a lot of stress for me personally because I, th I think in my head, right, okay, wow, it's not been a good six months, but you know what, I'm, I'm holding this for five, ten years, I'm, I'm not too worried. And, 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 and looking at that sort of time frame, you will and historically get at least one cycle up if it's a, if it's a, 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 good, a good coin that you hold. Yeah, you look at everything that survived 2017, whether it's Cardano, other than obviously XRP with the SEC, but Cardano, Matic, Phantom, anything that survived 2017 had huge runs this year, or last year, sorry. But uh, Other than XRP. Also, that's, yeah, that's also a good point. Uh, the fact that A16Z <laughs> just raised a uh, $600 million fund crypto is not going anywhere. Yeah, crazy about A16C. Um, and of course, I, I think that they're part of the... Um, the funding round for Aptos, aren't they? Who's the similar tech to, to that of OL? So A160 are the, the big dictators. Uh, yeah, you know what? Give me one second to bring up my watch list and I'll go over a few things. And because uh, someone asked me, it was either this chat or one of the others, stuff that uh, I've been keeping an eye on. So just uh, let me close this slideshow, even though I'm not screen sharing with you guys. Uh, let me just get into uh, CoinGecko. What I am going to sort of share is, and I'm still doing the research on it at the moment, but I am looking for the indications that we will get some sort of relief over the next month or so if the, if the Dixie can drop down. And then part of that analysis will be looking at the Ethereum merge any projects tied to Ethereum via Layer 2 or, or anything else that I, I feel is potentially affiliated with it. One of those I think will still be true, but if anyone followed what Vitalik said a few days ago about if they can manage, um, what was it, off-board uh, transactions of a, a high sort of processing capacity, if that can be handled off-chain, um, to then be confirmed on chain, I felt like that was a bit of a hint about Truebit. So things like that, I'm, I'm definitely interested in, and I, I'm going to do some uh, deep dives into some community-based coins. 
by community I mean ones that are sort of pushed by community and have a, a high volume of users so obvious ones like that is like XCAD um, I, I think those are the ones that I'll be sort of sharing with you with a couple of little surprises as well yeah so uh, we touched on that uh, last week so for Sam I know he's a big uh, XCAD person and for myself when it comes to gaming and streaming uh, some of the ones that, and I'll type them out so you guys can uh, grab them. But uh, I don't know who's going to come out of this gaming-wise with uh, the scholarship stuff, the, uh, the ecosystem stuff, the launch pads. But uh, so on the gaming side, the stuff uh, I've been keeping an eye on is more the the whole ecosystem plays not individual games so stuff like unix gaming uh good guild games and chain games they're all based on doing stuff around gaming and with multiple games so more likely they come out on the other side first versus an individual game who just got funding in the bull market and now has to try and build a game with half their uh half the revenue that just got cut in half because they most likely got funded in ETH or something like uh, whatever chain they're built on, whether it's Solana, Ethereum. Um, so when it comes to uh, stuff like gaming and that, um, IMX, I, I'll keep an eye on because I don't like IMX for a trading chain or anything like that, but uh, it is built well to run games on top of. So IMX definitely has some strength on the other end and some big backers. So I'm not... Uh, the bridge isn't great. A lot of stuff about them isn't great, but uh, as a gaming platform, I think they could come out on the other side of this very well. But uh, when it comes to uh, the gaming side of things, definitely looking more of the uh, the scholarship uh, launch pad, multi, uh, multi-use stuff. Um, because when tokens are this low, say, uh, I'll use Unix for an example, just because that's one that I'm in. Um, to get to the medium stage of their launch pad, you need 25,000 tokens. Six months ago, that was over $25,000. Now it's $2,500. So if you have money sitting on the sidelines, and I think gaming's still going to get beat up a little more, guys. I don't think we're at the bottom for gaming. Um, you'd look at something like that. And keep an eye when it comes to stuff, especially in this market, on Twitter and their social feeds. Make sure they're active make sure they're working because the second you see the social feed, all of a sudden they went from posting once a day, twice a day, or make sure they're still staying consistent to what they were doing on the way up. So, you know, the team's still around and feel free to message these teams. Like they have a direct message uh, button. They might not get back to you the same day. They might not get back to you the same week, but uh, reach out to these teams, ask them some questions. A lot of times you'll, uh, you'll be surprised at the responses you get. And it, like CM's done a ton of research and I'm sure the same thing, like you got a little bigger name than the rest of us, but you still, if you reach out to a lot of these teams, they're just regular programmers. They'll, uh, they'll get back to you. Yeah. I, I, I totally agree with that sentiment, like ga- gaming and anything that can generate you cash or crypto by doing something completely normal that you do in your day-to-day life is going to be absolutely massive if you get a bit of an indication of this from the likes of uh, the, these step applications that are coming out so people involved early but the, the you know the the nfts that make them get you know 5x rewards and 
you know, now they're earning like a hundred dollars going a walk and the NFT itself's worth like a hundred grand and stuff like that. This is what's coming for gaming. At the moment people can pay play forty hours a week of Minecraft and they get nothing out of it. You know, they might they get might get to show a, a YouTube video of what they've built. What will what will definitely happen in the future is all of these games will have their own ecosystems and be monetized and the hardcore people out there or the people wanting to throw in loads of cash will, will be rewarded and there's i think over a billion maybe two billion gamers worldwide now or something like that if you get all of these people coming into these games and it's like a mini ecosystem and people are buying skins and nfts so they can unlock things or get higher earnings it's going to be massive if who is going to play a game that they get nothing no crypto from and who will play the game that they get crypto from you know everyone will slide over and it's we're, we're at a trigger point it, it will take one main youtuber one main twitch guy to be like hey look guys you know i, I made a hundred dollars killing zombies today suddenly the influx will come just like we've seen with the step applications and and that's why things coming to xcad as well you know you, people can just sit and watch youtube and get nothing back from it or you can sit and watch youtube and earn earn cash for it it's it's pretty obvious what direction people are going to move in by, by downloading a simple plugin and with what xcad's bringing and the type of exposure they will get I think it'll be a hundred million users, all of those people using fiat on ramps to to buy their tokens, and it, it's going to be crazy for things like XCAD. And I, I think to us it's glaringly obvious because we've looked at it so much, but we we are the the tiny percentile. We we are the pioneers. We are here first. We understand it now, and I think we know what's coming. We just we just need to be patient with it. But the it will go to values and dollars and market caps unforeseen it w will be crazy and, and as zeke said on the gaming side of things it's not just about one successful game for these guilds if there's a hundred successful games out there generating billions of dollars that's going to run through these guilds and if you're involved in them early for some perks it's, it will reward you massively it'll be the it'll be the the new big thing that everyone's talking about and then I just popped up some regular cryptos. So Umbrella Networks and Oracle that just signed uh, a big deal with Solana. Lossless is a hack and an insurance play. And Bracity is uh, like an XCAD for streaming and stuff coming up. So uh, I'll put the couple gaming ones I mentioned here too, guys. Um, Umbrella Network, I've reached out to uh, to the team on Twitter and stuff like that. So if I get to get an update that things are still strong with them, um, their market caps got absolutely destroyed. And uh, these are ones in that uh, that altcoin port portfolio or the portfolios that we shared, the 10%. You put a thousand bucks in something like Umbrella right now at three cents, its all time high is 250. If it gets anywhere near its all time high, you hit a you hit a mini jackpot. Whether you put a hundred bucks, a thousand bucks in, whatever your uh, your threshold is for uh, for funds and uh, your financial situation. Um, if some of these projects that they launched on the way up last year, but they've mainly been on the way down. Um, if they come out on the other side of things, similar to coins that came out of uh, 2018, 2019 and made this run, these are some ones that could have some big, big returns. 
So I'll put the gaming ones here too, guys, and that way you guys can uh, do some of your own research as well and uh, check them out. Yeah, and on the on the timings of these, I think we will mix up the times about by a couple of hours each side, just so we can catch people. Is that right, Zeke? We'll, we'll do that for people. Yeah, yeah, I'm good anytime on Thursdays. Yeah, I'm happy to uh, to switch the time up every uh, by a few hours here and there, just to uh, allow more people to uh, hear them live and participate. Cutting, I'm on El Local's point about cutting losses that. It's, it's such a difficult one to handle. What I do in my head is try and remove the dollar value and uh, I just purely think about the amount of coins I have and, and what I think the future value of that coin will be, whether it takes six months or, or six years. I, I try and remove myself from, from what it's doing in between and, and have belief of what direction it will go because I think if you, if you start trying to cut losses, you can really start to get yourself caught out. Like... You know, if XCAD, for example, you maybe seen it going on the way down, you know, you've maybe sold it at $2 um, in an attempt to cut your losses on it. But then you've got to think about how strong is your conviction on, on will it keep going down further? And how much are you watching the market? Because the next day it might go up 20%. Suddenly it's at two dollars forty when you sold it at two if it starts going to two forty will you get the FOMO feeling that it's going to three and then you buy back in at two forty and you you've lost twenty percent of your total XCAD tokens and then it and then it falls again down and trying to cut losses is hard. I think it's it's much easier to store profits um but cutting losses is a difficult one because you the, the FOMO the FOMO can get you. Um, I understand that's not the answer you probably wanted, but I just I know I've played the game of trying to sell on downswings and then ended up FOMOing back in so that I actually had less coins because I, I bought them at a higher value than I sold. So it is a tough one. If I found over the years, if it's a project I don't have a lot of conviction in, I try and find something of similar value and just remove that one right from my portfolio. Like, if I, I'll, I'll try and make a sideways trade personally to something that I think will recover or be around long term. Yeah, exactly. And it's, you know, if something's went down 50%, do redo your analysis on versus a few coins so you know quite off do not get emotionally tied to anything so i was caught up in this i remember zillica versus elrond two years ago and i was so convinced on zillica even though it went down a bit and everyone was telling me elrond was the next big thing it was twitter exposure was crazy I was so emotionally tied to Zillica, even though it was there, it mean black and white that Elrond was going to do well. I didn't diversify some of my Zillica holdings into Elrond, and then that, of course, would have been an unbelievable play. I think when I was fudding it on Twitter, saying it wouldn't go, go anywhere and was an unreliable team, I think it ended up going about 200x after that. And yeah, that had, a, that had a crazy run at the start of the uh, bull run in April of, uh, April of 2021 there. That thing just absolutely shot through the roof but uh yeah exactly and, and generally generally if coins are similar with each other generally they will kind of move up in the same manner like okay one might do 50x the other one might do 70x so there's no harm in sort of having 
definitely multiple plays like the the way i look at it as well if, I, if i'm looking for like a 100x hit on something you know i i don't put like 10 grand my whole 10 grand for example into 100x attempt um you know i'll put it over like 10 plays so that even if nine of them fail and i've lost nine grand in them if, if one of them does the 100x i'll have turned the 10 grand into 100 grand and it's still a huge profit so it's just i, I know you you feel like you've got your favorite coin and you want to go all in it because you have so much faith but it's, it's just not the best way to do it you know at the end of the day in crypto that normally ends in disaster yeah exactly of course and you know it's, it even goes on the way up as well and i remember you know i, I what i can say is like I, people ask me you know why do you not give sell signals the reason i don't give sell signals sort of publicly is because you know i imagine 30 percent of the servers in bed because they're they're based in america and i give a sell signal on a, on a coin and yeah okay everyone that's awake is like great you know what a perfect sell everyone in the group's selling the coin's now moving down what if you're one of the people that's asleep and you miss that how annoyed will you be so that's why i say just try and calculate what your portfolio is worth to you and, and what you want to cash out of it because i remember people private messaged me about meaties when it was at 200 dollars, and i said look if you've rode this since like six seven eight dollars or even ten dollars definitely take a lot of cash off the table here is you know it's just sensible to do that but then the next day meaties was at 250 dollars it went up from 200 to 250 and then they're messaging me saying why did you tell me to sell this has went up again but you know a month later they were very very happy with that decision so it's it's impossible to win you, you have to make yeah. your your own assessment on on what cash you want to bring back and that's a great example, guys. You get to a point with a coin. Medes is a very good example of that, um, where we were talking about compounding earlier. Eventually, you get to a point where that coin is highly unlikely to double again. And when you feel a coin can't double anymore, that's normally a good indication to start pulling some funds off the table. Yeah, exactly. I mean, I, I think... Meaties was was a crazy one because I remember even before it done the run to three hundred, I think it dipped from one hundred and twenty to fifty dollars, and I think a lot of people sold at fifty dollars in fear, and then of course you know three weeks later it's it's up at like three hundred or something, so it's just that that, that crazy topsy turvy ride. And I think um, obviously now anyone wishes they sold above a hundred, a hundred, my goodness. But, um, you know, if, if you've got long-term conviction on something like that, I wouldn't worry about it. It's time will come again, in my opinion. If you've held it the whole way up and held it the whole way down to now, then, in my opinion, you know, it will still do well in the future. But I think, yeah, as Zeke said, he, he'll catch up with Amon properly. Um, so someone within the group that's involved in meetings. And hopefully we can sort of get some updates now for you on it. Because I know, I know a lot of people made money on it and a lot of I know a lot of people still hold it as well. Yeah, yeah. I, obviously, uh, it's stuff that will come out on social media now, but uh, I can tell they are working heavily on getting some of the protocols and developers from Luna, like every like every chain is. But uh, 
I was talking to him early last week when things first went down because I was invested in a few of the, the ecosystem plays on Luna. And uh, it sounds like he's had some luck with the list I gave him. So uh, they could have some nice announcements coming up in the next uh, 30 to 45 days. Yeah. And obviously price action will depend on market condition, but uh, things are looking good for that team. Yeah, exactly. I mean, like, XCAD is a big one for me. You know, I'm I'm very convinced that, you know, we'll see $100 XCAD, for example. And when I was stacking it, when it was at, like, 50, 60 cents, when it had that sort of hack or, or exploit dip, I was gobbling it up at those levels. I'm like, this is going to $100. And then when it started hitting, like, eight, nine, $10, I bought an absolute ton of it because I thought, right, this is it. Hundred dollars is coming. I'm putting in more now, eight nine dollars, and then guess what? A few months later, it's down at two dollars, isn't it? So, not the best move. So, but you know, I'm sure the day will come where I will be very happy that I bought it eight nine dollars, regardless. And just to give you an idea how crazy this space is, like during this downtime, guys. Um, when it comes to meaties, I actually met him through. Jim or well Jimmy who's helped set all this up uh introduced me to Amon. Um then I got the Medes team in touch with the Byte team. I actually missed the whole ride of Medes. I wasn't in this group then, but uh I know you guys are and but by being here, meeting people through it may not be this Discord, it may be different Discords as you talk to people. But um I talk to them and now regularly have helped them move forward, no different than how CM's built this. Uh, eventually you find an act to talking to people, you find out uh, what different pro uh, what different uh, protocols have stuff in common, where they might be able to excel. And if you can find a way of uh, putting people together or putting your, yourself in places to succeed is huge in this space. Yeah, exactly. Always, you know, network and, and build contacts, you know what I mean? Like, it's, it's crazy, like, what Jimmy, Jimmy G that everyone can see here, you know, he, he came to me as sort of like a, a member when he said he came to me as a member just so he could get my attention to have a conversation with me about the, the grander thing that we could build here and look look at what's happened to this server over the last few months and, and what we now offer and the people involved you know it, it's been amazing and you know jimmy really had to force his way in with me because then you know my, my my direct messages are rammed like it's it's an impossible task i will never get through them all and it's very very hard to read them all so that's the type of conviction that some people have in this space um, you know, and, and how they approach and, and push people to, to try and get involved. So anyone listening to this, anyone in this group can, can put that application forward. If you feel like you've got something to offer, something to share, definitely get involved because people will listen. And if, you know, if one person listens, they'll pass it on to someone else. And then suddenly, suddenly you're involved in something. Anyone else have uh, anything to add or any last questions? If not, we'll uh, we'll wrap it up. That was a long, uh, long busy AMA today. Yes, it has been a good good chat though. I'd, I've you know I've had a really really horrible week with you know one of the things I've got to deal with is is, is mental health and 
when I get so many people coming forward to me, particularly what happened uh, recently to me personally with a, a lost crypto friend, I put a lot of time into answering direct messages this week. So I'm very much enjoyed this open conversation about positivity and building. It's definitely helped me a lot anyway. So thanks for the chat, Zeke, and thanks everyone else yeah. for getting involved. And it's, uh, it's nice seeing these grow week to week, which I, I figured they would. The more we did them, the more information we can offer you guys. And uh down the road as uh as our numbers grow for these amas hopefully we can bring in a, <clears throat> a guest speaker or two from uh, other projects yes and also just to excite people i was speaking to jimmy about it today i do want to try and bring in some sort of like little discord roulette reward system so we sort of chat away and i don't know little games and cash prizes or something yeah and even like an attendance thing like people who are here week in week out putting putting in the time to learn yeah exactly lots of exciting things coming but thank you all for being here and showing support and thanks for the chat and pie chart zeke yeah no problem and for those of you who have a long weekend like we do in canada enjoy your long weekend anyone from i guess it would be the british commonwealth <laughs> right speak to you all later have a good one guys